Hey everybody, Todd here. Welcome back to another Wellness Talks Brief. This series is going to be looking at different trends and different tools each week that I see in practice, that I am playing with personally, or that I've just recently discovered and I'm excited to share with everybody. I'm always going to move through the outline that you see here. So main trends, an openness skill, an awareness skill, and an engagement. And sometimes those will be concepts, but most of the time those are going to be something you can actually do. And these, these, like I said, are a lot of the tools and the concepts that I'm utilizing in session. And of course, I'm recording only the best ones here. The ones that I've seen typically have the greatest response with those that I work with. Of course, if you like these, this series, be sure to like it on the link below and then subscribe if you want to receive the updates as I put them out. So with that being said, let's get to some of these concepts and tools. So moving into some of the main trends that I've seen actually occurring over the last week or two. With the COVID-19 situation, just the illness situation, and of course, this is also applied to people who have been dealing with the reality slap, as I've talked about in past videos, before COVID-19. But now everybody is getting the, the full brunt of this. The common theme that's coming up over the last week in working with others and in my own life as well, is that a lot of the initial coping mechanisms are beginning to not be as effective. Now, this all comes down to that whole control, escape, avoid, control component that I've talked about a couple times and that I have a specialty video coming out that will address just that, is that we use the coping mechanisms to deal with and get over a lot of short-term components. But if we start to overutilize these things, like watching a, our favorite television show, doing a project around the house, um, reading a book, over time, that's going to lose its novelty. It's going to lose its effectiveness as well. So we need to always turn back to what matters in this moment. What are, what are my personal values? What's going to move me forward? And that's what we're going to play with today. So with that being said, we're going to move into an open skill because in order for us to become aware, we have to be present. We have to be here in this moment. And one of the tools you can begin to utilize to become aware in this moment is simply using a physiological response. And it's called the half smile. This comes from the, the field of DBT, the approach of DBT, which is dialectic behavioral therapy. And it's the behavioral component. So what I'd like for you to do is just take a moment right now and become aware of your face. Notice what's happening. Just be, become aware of everything that's happening with your face. And if you would, just go ahead and just half smile. So it's not, not a full smile, but a half smile. And notice what happens when you just do that. Be aware of the muscles that engage when you're doing a half smile. Now, as I do that, I actually can feel sh things shift in my cheeks and the cheekbones. I can feel it moving up the side of my face. But more importantly is that when we do this, we're actually using something in relational frame theories terms, we're associating that smile with a pleasant moment, with a pleasant memory, with a, it feels how it felt when we're smiling or moving to smile. 
And it gives us just that little bump, that little physiological bump. The body recognizes this as a, a prompt to something good coming, a pleasant moment, a pleasant memory, a pleasant experience that you've had in the past. And if you can do this right here in the now, we can just give ourselves a little bit of separation and begin to open up. So this is one of the first steps that's important. We want to be able to become more open, more present in the moment. Now, from there, we're going to jump into an actual awareness skill. Once we can give ourselves some distance, we can open up and actually start to see what the mind is doing, what the body is feeling. We can start to hone in on that, focus on that, diffuse from that. And a real simple way to do this, and I've talked about this before, is just to insert a practice daily. The more we can practice this skill in everyday activities, such as eating, eating breakfast, eating lunch, eating dinner, or even a snack, is a good way to begin to hone in that mindfulness skill, that present moment awareness component, and really begin to focus on increasing that skill. And as I've talked about what mindfulness brings to the table, what being present or having a presence gives us, it gives us the ability to notice when things shift, when our mind shifts, when a thought shifts, when a new emotion begins to show up, or when a sensation begins to, to become front and center. A lot of times we're not actually aware that this is happening. Your mind will become aware of it. And the mind will then attach an association to it, a thought to it. So maybe you have tightness across the chest and you're not aware that there's tightness across your chest and your mind is aware that there's something happening in your chest and it starts to just give you an alert. An emotion comes up. You start to feel depressed. You start to feel heavy. You start to feel apathetic. But if we took some time to actually become open in the present moment and then just be aware of what's happening in our bodies, we might recognize, oh, wait a minute. I was moving a lot of things yesterday. I was kayaking, I was lifting weights, and this is just soreness, this is muscle fatigue. Ah, and so we can diffuse from the thought that I'm actually feeling depressed, and then we link it to the whole COVID situation or the chronic illness that we're dealing with or those the struggles with our partner. We can actually find where's the root there. Now, it might be those things as well, but we can decrease, we can pull away from that thought so that we can actually engage in something that matters, which then moves me to the next and the final slide, which is engagement. Now, remember, we have to be open and aware, and that pulls us out and away. Now, if we don't have a value, if we don't have a direction, something that matters to us in the present moment, the tendency will be to fall back into whatever it was, that thought, that sensation, that memory, and we'll get rehooked again. We will, have, we will fuse with it again. So we want to be able to engage and then be able to move into a direction that matters. So another way of thinking of this is a values check. So what I'd like for you to do is to just notice, think about people who are around you. Notice what you admire about them. Notice the things that you don't like about them. And if you can, just start to notice the little differences between your values and their values. Now, remember that you can actually see your values in your friends, in your family, 
how you relate to your pet, how you connect to the outside world, how others connect to the outside world. And with the things that you focus on, the things that are endearing about all of those situations and people and places is how it relates to what matters to you. So by looking at others around you and how you're relating to them and seeing how the values are different, you can actually begin to better understand what your personal values are. And then you can also begin to tease out some of the values that you've actually adapted and created rules surrounding and how those may not be serving you as much in this moment. What really matters to you? What's really underneath it? When I ask folks this and they say, well, family matters to me. Family is a, a value of mine. I value family. Well, look at the interactions that go on between you and your family. Or if that's not a good situation, look at a group of friends that you can relate to better. What's underneath that? There's a connection there. There's a sense of belonging. There is camaraderie. There's kindness. Often there's a, a good level of kindness. So there's a simple word below that. It's the actual personal value. That's why family sees so important because a lot of those personal values, and I'd like for you to eventually try to settle on five prime or core values, but it's in those situations that those values are actually being met. You're moving in a direction that matters to you. You're moving towards those five primes and your family is also moving in that direction, or at the very least supporting you in moving towards that direction. So what I'd like for you to do now is just take all three of these concepts and these skills and begin to tie them back to the initial trend happening this week, because you may also be dealing with coping mechanisms that aren't working. Go through these, these three components, tie them all together. If it's possible, try to do all three of them daily and just find a separate time or a special time to begin to do just this. It could become a new coping schedule. It could become a new coping ritual for you or a new way to begin to plan and schedule this into your day. And then by playing around with these, they're just little gains. They're just 1% better. And that's kind of what it's all about. How can I make my life 1% better tomorrow? Then also keep in mind that the reason I'm putting these videos out there is because these are the common themes. These are the trends that are happening right now. And I was putting part of this out there, not only so that you have the skills, but so that you could actually see in the greater whole in the greater collective, you're not alone. So I hope that these tools are useful and I hope you'll check back, subscribe below and like this video so that I can get this out to more people and make the world 1% better tomorrow than it is today. Until next time, may you be well.